spanked, absolutely spanked in game one in St. Louis. We're going to dig into all of that with Alex Contreras, plus plenty more on today's Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and greetings from England and welcome to Locked On Marlins, your daily Marlins podcast with me, of course, British host Peter Pratt. Don't forget to follow me, of course, on Twitter at Mammy Marlins underscore UK. It's Tuesday's edition and delighted to welcome back in the house, barbecue king, beer king, hype king. This is going to be extremely spicy. Alex Contreras joins me again. Alex, how are we doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing terrible, really, honestly. My, my oh, self-esteem's through the floor. You know what I'm saying? Our, our Miami Marlins are floundering once again. We might as well be the Miami Flounders. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> we're going to find some positives. We may have to dig into some negatives, too, uh, during this <laughs> this maybe 20, 25-minute, maybe one-hour, 25-minute episode. Uh, who knows? Um, but... Uh, delighted to mention this episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And locked on listeners get 50 bucks off purchases of 500 bucks or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement, and you'll need more than 500 bucks for engagement. Trust me. Use Locked On at checkout. More about them guys later on. Um, Alex, brother, just summarized for me yesterday's game. Nine nil, the Marlins get absolutely spanked. And Pablito, he got touched up a little bit. Just try and summarize that game for me if you can. Man, I mean, it was it was tough to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. It was, it was all uh, Goldie liftoff, hit Big Mac Len. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was a shot. It looked like Mark McGuire was in the box. Jesus. <laughs> um, Yepes went off as well, like the rookie for the Cardinals. And this is something you got to admire about the St. Louis Cardinals, man. These guys really know how to build an, an organization from the ground up in every single level. You know, I admire them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a Me fan too. of them. I'm not a fan of them, but I admire them. Um, but it was painful to see, man. And and you know what? Yeah, Pablito was struggling. But at the same time, I feel some type of way. And I think this fan base should too. Because Pablito has been that number two punch in this rotation right behind Sandy Alcantara. He was uh, the, the pitcher of the month in April. All right? So what? He had a upside down, you know what I'm saying, up and down type of June. I mean, the guy's entitled to. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you seen a guy give up four or five runs and then his team backs him up? I mean, I'm not specifically talking just about the Miami Marlins. You know what I'm saying? It's nice every once in a while when your guy goes out there and he accidentally lays an egg. It's cool to see your offense go out there and back him up. But, man, these guys show no signs of life. No. The offense. And then what really, what really, 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 really pushed my buttons was post-game. Hey, Donnie, how you feel about the team? Um, the classic. The classic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, well, I, I really don't think we played that bad. Are you fucking kidding me, man? I'm sorry, man. Damn, I, was, I couldn't even keep it. I was trying to keep it PG. But are you serious? <laughs> I don't think we played that bad. We lost 9 nothing. This mm. team is trying to tread water. Everybody's keeping a little bit of hope because, oh, we're in the wild card hunt. Are you kidding me? There is no way in hell this team is going to get anywhere near a playoff spot. This is going to be the whole philosophy. Um the whole mentality that, oh, we're going to be in it. We're in it. We're five games out, six games out. Listen, man, I don't think this team is going to be anywhere near 500. 
I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they prove me wrong. I love them with all my heart. I'm so critical of them. But damn, I had to have a beer for each run that the Cardinals scored yesterday. Oh, and it boy. still wasn't enough. It still wasn't enough. I was trying to keep it cool. But look at my look at my cheeks. Look at my cheeks. Man, they're red. When they get red, it's because I'm stressed out. I'm mad. I'm heated. Look at it. I'm wearing the old logo because I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I tell you what, what an opening statement from Alex Contreras there. Getting off this episode hot. So much to dig into in that, mate. Let's let's just carry on, Pablito. I want to talk about the offense and Don Mattingly too. And I, I always was going to talk about Don Mattingly with you anyway. But Pablito, like you said, he's had a little bit of a, a tricky June. I'm looking down here now. He's still got a sub three ERA, Pablo Lopez. Like through what, 15 starts, 16 starts? Sub three ERA. He's been fantastic all year. When you piece it all together, like you said, he was a pitcher of the month in April. Cy Young leader at one point like he was just out there on another level i talked about this on twitter today it just got me thinking got me thinking this whole arbitration situation with pablo lopez and it's a weird year right because of the cba stuff they didn't they you know arbitration's happening you know what two three months into the year which is very unusual clearly pablo was back healthy and was absolutely on fire ended up going to and have a hearing with the arbitrator to get his salary for this year. And we all know how that goes. It goes by the fact of the Marlins rocking and go, Pablo Lopez, you're not very good. You're not very good, Pablo. We don't want to pay you any money. And there's a decent correlation here to pre-arbitration hearing, post-arbitration hearing. Pablo came out like a pro when it happened. I, Danny Alvarez was on the episode and I said, interesting, how did Pablo take it? He said, you know, Pablo took it like a pro. However, if I'm an employee... And someone rocks into a room and says, Pete, you're terrible. And here's why. And list it off. I'm probably not going to take it that well. It may impact me. So maybe there's smoke and fire around this one. Maybe it's the injury. Maybe it's just a bit of bad luck. But the Marlins, we strip it all away. For me, though, brother, the Marlins shouldn't have got themselves in this position. Pablo Lopez is a stud. Pay the dude. Lay the groundwork so you can extend him later on if you decide to at a team-friendly deal. Don't mess around in the arbitration room. Pay the man and build your credits for the future. They've botched this one again, in my opinion. What about you? A thousand percent, man. You nailed it. You nailed it, Peter. <laughs> like, seriously, like, <laughs> if I go in, I go into HR or whatever, because essentially that's what arbitration is. Mm -hmm. Hey, Pablo, we want to talk to you about, you know, you you gave up this uh, certain amount of runs and the Marlins got this to say, yo, you know what? I'm going to go out there and lay an egg. Make sure that, oh, you know what? My, maybe another team wants me because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure 29 other teams will take a flyer on Pablo Lopez. <laughs> I think they'll do more than that. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, so like, yeah, you definitely hurt this guy's ego. Like it, nobody might want to admit it. And it doesn't help that he got drilled on his hands, you know, when in Houston, you know, we're not making excuses for the guy, but damn, you got to think somehow, some way that this is affecting the guy mentally. Like, I don't know who was in there for the Marlins, but damn, imagine, oh, Peter, you know, we like your locked on Marlins, but too much of a British accent. Get the <laughs> hell out of town, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your niche. That's, that's Pablito's niche. So I, I completely agree with you. Like, why even go into arbitration to try to save a million or however, half a million, or whatever the money was? Dumb. Why even Absolutely do dumb. that? Pay the guy what he needs because he deserves it. That That's one. 
Two, you don't want to mess with the relationship the team and him are going to have. Now you're straining the relationship for no reason. A guy that shows that he wants to be a Miami Marlin, he's proud to be a Miami Marlin. He's proud exactly. to, to embrace the whole culture and everything. He's been here through the through the downs, the ups, the downs, and the more downs and the ups. Mm-hmm. But man, what 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 else do you want from a guy like Pablo Lopez? Absolutely dumb. It's dumb, mate. Do you know what? You only got to look across to the Yankees, and I hate looking across to the Yankees, but. They they took it deep. They went deep with Judge. He's in. He, he's a free agent this year, so they absolutely, um, you know, it's a slightly different situation. However, they end up getting a deal done. They don't go into the room and slander Judge. They don't need to. They make a deal. They build some incentives in that say, we're going to pay you slightly less than you want, but there's some incentives here linked to MVP. And hey, guess what? You're leading that race right now. You continue. You're going to earn your dough anyway. I want to see more of that in baseball contracts anyway. I want to see more incentives linked to the money. I want to see an Avi Sale Garcia, 50 million, but Avi, there's a minimum baseline attributed to this. There's a lot of incentives linked to home runs, performance on the field. Don't just have 50 million and toss it in. I mean, anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I don't want to go off on an Avi Sale Garcia tangent already. I mean, I, go on, mate, go. On. I want to stick it to that lady. If you want to talk about Avi Sale, because you had a great idea there, you right? He he signed the fifty-four million dollar contract, whatever, right? And there's like he has incentives, right? We're, we're talking about Judge. I think it's five hundred thousand dollars if he wins the the MVP, mm-hmm. etc. Why don't teams negotiate something like this, for example? Hey, we're gonna sign you to fifty-four million dollars, but if you don't produce at your average level, then you got to reimburse us something. There's, you know, there's a refund. If you're terrible, there's a, re- I mean, you know, we're only, it's tongue in cheek slightly here, but it baseball contracts for me, it's a, and I'm new to the game, you know, six years in the whole baseball contract situation is wild for me. This fully guaranteed, you know, it doesn't matter what you do on the field ever again. You've got a fully guaranteed contract. It's wild. And these lengthy, crazy, you know, money and years, it's just insane the way baseball operates in, in, in this world. But it is what it is. However, the Marlins now are in a real bad spot where they've committed 50-something million to Abyssinal Garcia. If he continues at this pace for the next two, three seasons, I mean, boy, oh boy, it's going to, you know, it's Chen territory. And there's no other way of describing it. We're into Chen territory. If this continues, he showed green shoots of recovery in June. Are you been, have you been any more encouraged in June with Abyssinal Garcia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta reply to the people that, that are only listening to this, but absolutely not. Peter asked you the question. I just made this like a you serious type of face. Like my, my expression showed it all. And that's one of the things I missed from COVID that I had the mask on. Yeah, it's like my poker face. Nobody really knew, you know what I'm saying? But no hell no. I said it at the beginning of the signing, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't on board with the Savi Sael Garcia signing. No disrespect. Yeah, he's my countryman and everything. He hasn't produced. He hasn't given me a reason to really believe in him. You know what I'm saying? Everything's mm-hmm. been to the right side of the field. Those little little cheapy hits. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like I got so upset yesterday. I was listening to the Cardinals broadcast to switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes if it's, I'm, I'm a superstitious guy. If it doesn't work, you got to change something up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. I'm listening to the broadcast, and then um, I forget the guy's name, but 
He was alongside Jim Evans, and they were talking about, oh, Avisao Garcia. Like, look at him going into the at bat. And he, he, he resembles a lot of Miguel Cabrera. I mean, look how he dresses, and he bats, and he steps in. Hell no. I mean, there's there's a lot of imitators, man, but there's only one original, one GOAT. Man, don't you ever, ever in your life compare Avisao Garcia to Miguel Cabrera. And Boy, I can't oh, stretch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Oh, he's mini Miggy. Mini Miggy. Are you kidding me? He doesn't even make it to his toenails. That's disrespectful for the all-time greatest Venezuelan player ever. You know what I'm saying? And Miguel Cabrera. So, no doubt. Um, no I'll be sad. Like, I hope he turns a corner. You know what I'm saying? I, I doubt it. it'll be this year. At this pace, like, Miguel Rojas is going to have more home runs than Avisael Garcia. Watch out. I would love to see Rojas have more RBIs than Avisael. You know what I'm saying? Like combined with him and Soler, like I don't feel as bad about Soler because he can, he can, he has that option of opting out. Maybe he opts out and he looks for more money. He has that option. Maybe exactly. he doesn't even think about the money. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Look at Freddie Freeman. He signed a big ass deal with the Dodgers, and sometimes everybody thinks, oh, it's about the money. The more money, the better. But look at the guy. The guy's fucking miserable out in L.A. Yeah, I think he is. That, he is. I, I think if, if 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 the Dodgers call up the Braves and they say, hey, straight up, Matt Olson for, for Freeman, you want to do it? And I think, shit, they'll do it. Why not? Just to get Freeman back, back home. If, or home, boy. He is home in L.A., but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm getting off subject here. I'm going back to Avisael. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need you to turn it up, my man. Like, I need you to go eat some arepas at Pepito Plaza and Doral or something, bro. Like, I don't know what you're doing. But you need to do something completely different, like change up your routine or something. The disrespect to Jesus Aguilar. You came in over here. Jesus got number 99 just because he gave you his number 24. And you come on over here and you laying an egg, my bro? You laying egg? It's disrespectful. Like, I can't even believe, like, when people are like, oh, he's Venezuelan. I'm ashamed. Damn. Damn, man. Boy, you know boy. what I'm saying? But, like, hey, I wish you the best, Avi. I really hope that you can turn it around. But... Avi's been missing the media. Ain't nobody really interviewed him. Like me and Pete were talking about this before before mm -hmm. hopping on here. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen Avi Sal Gar uh, Garcia talking to the media at all whatsoever. He's missing balls. He's missing bats, barrels. Jesus. Like, and you're getting just a, like, man, I need $700,000 right now to make a movie. Meanwhile, Avi Sal's got $54 million just a handout. A handout. Yeah. Listen, you know? his, DM, his DMs are open. You know, hit him up. He's got some spare time. <laughs> I doubt he's going to give me anything after all the shit I've been talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Should I delete this episode now? <laughs> nah, don't delete it, man. I'm always going to be authentic. You know what I'm saying? And my authenticity is going to rub people some wrong. It's going to rub them wrong the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? It might rub some people the right way. You know what I'm saying? I know I can't be everybody's lucky charm. You know what I'm saying? I have my opinion. You have your opinion. We don't have to necessarily agree, but shit, well, we can respect it. You know what I'm saying? Why is this guy coming at me so hard? Well, fuck, he's a diehard Marlins fan. We've been watching the team for 26 years. I'm tired of fucking losing, man. I don't know how the people in Chicago did it for 100 and what, 106 years, 102 years, however, however long it was. How did they do it? Damn, it was just torture. This is torture right now. Yeah, we're trust in pain. the process. Trust, trust the process. What the hell is the process? Ain't nobody really coming out from the front office, front office speaking to the people. Telling us, hey, this is the plan. This is what we're gonna do. Bruce mm -hmm. Sherman, I think he's the most like invisible. He, he might as well be called Casper Casper Sherman. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a ghost. You know, you don't ever see the guy. I don't even. He said we're gonna spend. 
And then since he's, then, he's, he's disappeared. I mean, he spent, uh, give him credit, he spent, what, 50, 60, 70, 80, 80, $80 million committed to Avi Salah and Jorge Soler. Mm. And, like, Jorge Soler, you know, at least he's producing. He At least he's hitting some bombs from time to time. Yeah, yeah. it was terrible to see him take a, a fastball right down the middle, you know what I'm saying, and then a curveball right down the middle. But it happens. At mm. least, you know what I'm saying, he'll he'll get mad, he'll feel some type of way, and he'll, he'll react the next day. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully today he reacts, he does something. But yeah. Avi is just like, man, what the hell are we doing? Like, I would have rather invested that money into Pablito. Pablito, forget the, forget the arbitration case. Hey, baby, here's 50 mil, baby. What's up? Let's do it. There you, you go. Know, you mean, Pablo, Pablo. Give, mm. yeah, give the money to Pablito. Bring up Heron and Canacion. He can play the corner outfield there, no problem. You know. That's another thing. Like, we got all these prospects being blocked. Like, it makes yeah, no what are we doing. doing? Like, what happened to let the kids play? Oh, we got to build our farm system. We got to be legit. We got a lot of pitching. We got somewhat little bit of hitters. Well, why are we drafting guys like JJ Bleday? Why are we drafting guys like Max Meyer if we're not giving them the call? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we doing this? Is it a money thing? Because it can't be a money thing. Like, is it because the main, the, 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 the MLB minimum salary went up to $700,000. I don't know if these guys get paid automatically $700,000 off the rip if they get the call up to the big leagues. But damn, what the hell get, are we waiting I don't think it's pro I don't think they get 700. I think it's like, you know, it's per game, you know, big league money for a period. So they don't get 700 bags, you know. So it's a, you know, 700 grand sliced into 162. How many games do you play? Great. I think that's how it works anyway. But now you're right. I mean, it's, the blocked element is a really good point, though, mate, because it didn't make sense to me. And, and actually, before I go off on, on another rant, I'm going to show my back too. And I need to do an ad, an ad read in a minute as well. But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be going here now. And it's only, it's only from passion and love because we love this team. We want to see him perform. That's where it comes from. Um, but we're, we're all scratching our heads a little bit with this one. And <laughs> the thing is, the Marlins went in on Marte. They missed on Marte. Do you think they panicked and just went, well, there's that money we had queued up for Marte. We're just going to give it to Avi Garcia to just do something. Did they just pay anyone? Is that what they did here? I have no idea. I don't I think I believe I believe it was Jeter's signing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was Jeter that said, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let's find Avi. But I don't know what the hell Jeter was. I think he, you need to check his vision. Like he's good at hitting a fastball for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like no disrespect to the all-time Hall of Famer, Yankee great. Once in a lifetime, Marlins president Derek Jeter. But damn, like, what the hell were you thinking, dude? Like, you just wanted you just wanted to splurge money. We wanted to sign uh, a Castellanos too. Like at this point, mm -hmm. Castellanos oh at least would have been a slight upgrade over Avi, really. But it would have like, been. I, I think it would have been. I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced, but it, you know he hasn't been good. But he's been playing the outfield. I think the funny thing is with Castellanos, you know, I, I think the Phillies wanted him to DH. Pretty regularly, obviously, Bryce has got this injury and he's now had another injury. But Bryce was DHing and it meant that Castellanos is out in right field every day because they want the bat in the lineup. Clearly, I'm not sure Castellanos really wanted to be doing that. And it, maybe it affected him, I don't know. But you're right. I mean, looking back to that that press conference, I think Derek Jeter said, I, I went over to Avi's house or Avi came to my house, one of the two. I looked into his eyes, I could see he wanted it. Um, I, <laughs> Don't know, but then Jeter then resigns or whatever, you know, immediately after. So maybe he didn't want it. I don't know. But listen, maybe. I need I need to do some ad reads here, mate, because we're <laughs> we're running way wild, and there's two ad reads queued up here. So I'll let you open another beer um, while I cue these in. And our first one 
It's our guys over at Blue Nile. I've already mentioned, so it is engagement season. And at BlueNile.com, celebrate all the life special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece. All the prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. So if you're ready to pop the question down on one knee, do it in Lone Depot. Why not? Pop that question or you're celebrating a milestone moment. Find jewelry as unique as her with modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Sounds amazing. So engagement rings. Here's the beautiful, here's the beautiful bit now. Blue Nile, they got a simple online tool. Let you choose the diamond shape, size, go bigger, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's jewelers then handcraft perfect engagement rings just for you. Each ring, it's one of a kind. It's bespoke, a bespoke engagement ring. How amazing is that? So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On listeners get 50 bucks off purchases of 500 bucks or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement, and you'll need it more than 500 bucks for engagement. Trust me. Use promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com. And from engagement rings, Two automobiles. This episode is also brought to you by our good friends over at Rock Auto. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Use them, rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't spend 30, 50, or even 100% more at those car dealerships. What are you doing? Rock Auto, it's a family business. You can trust them. They serve, they've been serving do-it-yourselves for over 20 years. That's two zero. And their prices, this is, the, this is the beautiful thing. They're reliably low for every customer. And they've got everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. I'm not sure why you need new carpet, but nevertheless, go and explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. So here's what you got to do. RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. If you want to add in there, locked on Marlins, do it. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. <sighs> Masterpiece. Masterpiece of an ad read. Look at that. Hey, the Marlins, the Marlins should have gotten a rock guard and got some pieces for this team. No doubt about <laughs> it. No doubt about it. They need. I mean, where, where are you going, mate? You go in engagement rings or you go in uh you go in you go in new carpet for your car. Oh man. Uh new carpet for the Marlins. How about that? The red carpet, though. It's the red carpet for jazz, the all-star jazz. I mean. That the voting's been updated. Jazz is still leading it at second base, and stud. rightly so. Rightly so. Stud, absolute stud. Um, I think Jazz is gonna he's gonna end up being voted in. First Marlin to be voted in since Marcelo Zuna. Thank you, Eli Sussman, for that update uh, earlier on this week. Um, so that's I mean, Jazz has missed a couple of game, a couple of days, the back issue. He wanted to play in Bahamian uh, Heritage Night, rightly so, but clearly I don't think he should have been. He tweaked his back on the Friday. But this Marlin's offense, when Jazz is missing. Boy, oh boy, there's problems. I mean, go back to last night's game. The one thing that stood out to me, the Cardinals, clutch. Clutch hitting with runners on. They've just got professional hitters there doing damage when damage needed to be done. That's why Donnie is sitting there going, hey, we think we played okay. It felt like we played okay. 
<laughs> we had some runners on. And the Cardinals were getting out hit, but somehow they were winning 5-0 or something. And just clutch, classic dudes that know how to hit, delivering big hits in the big spots. And it is it's literally chalk and cheese to the Marlins. It truly is. Like the offense, Marlins, they've just struggled all year long just getting runners in, mate. I mean, how frustrating is this for you? Man, look at my cheeks, man. I know they're red. They're rosy. They get super rosy. Like, at the beginning of it, it was, like, mild. You said Don Mattingly. Look at it. It was red as shit. Damn, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love I love our Marlins, but damn, this is tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jazz Chisholm, this is a guy that he's one of the bright sides on this team. I put Actually, I put something, a, a little a little poll on Twitter yesterday that said, if you were at Lone Depot Park and you had to decide you wanted to buy a Sugar King jersey, it was between Alcantara and Jazz. Who do you think won that? I think Jazz. I mean, just everyone seems to love Jazz now. It's 52%. 52. Wow, it was close. Yeah. I mean, it Sandy's a stud, obviously, as well. So. Sandy, I mean, you can't go wrong with either. Really. No. I think it comes down to, are you about pitching or offense? And, like, mm-hmm. I've always been about pitching, you know what I'm saying, uh, in, in Marlins history, besides Miguel Cabrera, obviously, no-brainer, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jazz, man, like he gives us hope. He gives us faith. He gives us like he rouses up Marlon's Twitter. I think we get up. I think he rouses everyone up. <laughs> everybody, everybody. He knows how to stir up the pot. Like, and and you love how this guy is so involved in social media with the fan base, the community, on the field with the glove, everything. The guy's electric. People love him. What's not to love about him? The only guy that doesn't seem to love him is Don Mattingly. When's the last time you heard Don Mattingly really talk really good about Jazz Chisholm? That's a really good question, mate, actually. I, I can't recall, to be honest but, with you. But he did go out and say, hey, you know, they asked him about, hey, why'd you put Eric Gonzalez in for Miguel Rojas? Hey, we want to get Miggy off his feet as much as we can because he's been going hard. And you tell me Jazz hasn't? Mm. And Oh, yeah, no, he's going to come to the defense and say, yeah, we sat Jazz now because he probably tweaked this back a little bit. That's a whole bunch of BS, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jazz, <clears throat> I think Jazz is on pace to pay, play like 139 or 140 games out of a 162-game season. Like, I think it's ridiculous, man. You need your best offensive player. Like, he's he's leading the team in home runs. He's leading the team in RBIs by 10 RBIs. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cooper, obviously, Coop, you know, shout out to Coop. He made me turn the corner. You know what I'm saying? I was always like, all right, yeah, I need him yeah. to demonstrate he's got health. I need him to produce some more. But at this point, I'm not even mad at him. No, like, you're a believer now. <laughs> I'm a believer now. So let's Cooper Loop. Let's do it, baby. Coop. He's heading to the All-Star game. Yeah, I think it's a blessing in disguise that Bryce Harper went down. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what opened the door. We talked mm-hmm. about having three Marlins and initially uh, three Marlins at the All-Star game. We talked about Sandy, no-brainer, Jazz, no-brainer. We talked about Pablito, but Pablito was trending down a little bit, a little bit. But he still has hope. He does. What if I have, maybe we maybe we have four now that the, oh, the, the you know what I'm saying? But I don't I'm not gonna bet on it. But you know what I'm saying? Um Cool, cool. Keep doing what you're doing with the bat. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see like line drive smoking off the wall type of things, but like hey, yeah. bloop singles work too. Whatever works, keep that batting average up. Cooper bloop, Cooper bloop. Um, hey, one thing on, on the DH though, mate, or on jazz, just to I haven't thought about this just until you mentioned it. So this is kind of like top of my head. But here's the other piece about jazz. You're saying about you know, he's missing games here and there and his back and this and that, and you know. He was being platooned early in the year. I mean, it's been a really interesting approach they've taken with their best hitter. However, there is a DH spot available this year, right? Like, if you need to give Jazz a day from the field, DH him. 
Put him in the DH spot. He's your best hitter. Why not? Why, you know, there's other ways to do this. Jazz hasn't DH'd, and he never will. Please. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Don Mattingly impression. Mm-hmm. We just this team isn't built like that, you know. We got our big guys, big boppers, and Aggie and and Coop. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, man. Like I don't know who the hell is deciding. Like Don Manley is the guy that has to decide these lineups. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, it's cool to look at anal- analytics here and there. And like one thing that really stood out to me was like another bonehead move, right? You got you got John Birdie starting mm-hmm. right field. Why do you have him in right field? I'm not saying that he's not capable of playing right field. Why don't you take this opportunity and put him in center field? I know. Take advantage of that speed. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody in their mama knows that I was like, maybe I'm blind. Maybe I'm the only guy sticking this shit. Tommy Hutton said it on the Peacock broadcast. He John is. Birdie, John Birdie's a great option in center field. I think I think he's probably the best center field option the Marlins have on this roster. He said that, didn't he? On the Peacock. He said board. that. Yeah. On the Peacock, that's why I said, oh, yo, Tommy Hutton doesn't get enough Hall of Fame recognition. This guy mm-hmm. should be in the Hall of Fame because of a broadcast. If people want to take it out of context, take it out of context. But when I said he was a legend on and off the field, I meant it like on the field, like he's a he's a legend because he's making an impact in our community. He's had like baseball academies. You know what I'm saying? He's super involved. And why did the people, Marlins Nation, get riled up when the Marlins fired him? Because Tommy was that one staple we had in this franchise. He said it how he saw it. He was like, you know what I'm saying? I want to say, yo, shout out to Tommy Hutton, man, because he, yeah. he made the Alex Contreras of the world. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you call it how you see it, whether they like it or they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll never forget when Hanley kicked the ball into left in left field at, at pro player, Sun Life, whatever the hell it was called. Uh, um and like Tommy just went off. He was like, if I'm Freddie Gonzalez, you got to get Hanley Ramirez and you got to bench him and you got to let him know who's the boss. And that's completely a thousand percent right. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think the moms are way better off doing a, a coaching duel of Tommy and Rod in, on the, uh, in the dugout. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Over over Donnie Baseball. Like, what, what's this obsession with Don Mattingly? Like, hey, we're in Missouri right now. We might as well leave him home. He's real close to Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Just leave him there. Give Hey, James Rossin, here, take the keys, baby. Rock out. Or, 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 I don't know. I, don't need, I wouldn't even mind seeing Kim pull a Dan Jennings. Remember Dan Jennings? No. <laughs> Dan Jennings used to be the general manager of the Marlins. He fired the manager, and then he took over as the manager. I oh, love it. Kim Ang so, down there making the and she'll, she'll be the first woman manager in Major League history. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll just chop out a couple things, and then that clears the way. We get her out of the GM position. Maybe we call back Mike Hill. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just here. I'm ventilating. It's tough. It, it hasn't been easy. You it know hasn't what I'm been saying? Easy. I'm with you. It's, it's and been, this, and it's been tough. And we're supposed to trust the process, but meanwhile, nobody's telling us anything. We're, we're hearing crickets. What the hell happened to Eddie Cabrera? Last time I was on here, it was Taco Tuesday. We were amped up about Eddie going out, making his, his, his like going making his performance. He was lights out against the Rockies. You know what I'm saying? The stud performance. And meanwhile, everybody's been hush hush. Uh, Eddie, you know, he had some personal reasons, whatever. But no, he's only throwing sixty feet or ninety feet or hundred feet. What's up with that? What's exactly. up with six foot inches? Sixto Sanchez has been throwing 90 feet for I don't know how long. 
And it's like, what the hell is going on? I just be transparent with us. That's all we're asking. Like, if you tell us, hey, it's not looking good this year, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna go and tank or we're gonna go and lose again. Don't give us false hope about hey, we're gonna be competitive. Meanwhile, we're treading water and it's looking like we're gonna be 10 games under 500 before the all-star game. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, oh, people got hope because we're going to play the, the Nationals again. You guys really believe that we're going to sweep the Nationals every single game this year? No way. The Nationals can't lose them all. We're going to play We're gonna play the Pittsburgh Pirates. Watch out. Watch the Pittsburgh Pirates come out and show out. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what really grinds my gears. Like, these Marlins have to flip a switch. They got to stop being zombies. They got to stop. Like, something has to happen. Somebody's got to be responsible for the lack of producing, the lack of everything on this on this field, on this in this organization. I was talking to an 80-year-old man today, this morning. I went to go have breakfast at my mom's house. And this this 80-year-old fella came to say what's up to the grandma. You know what I'm saying? She's 90 years old, whatever. Shout out to her too. Nice. And you know what's funny? It doesn't matter the age, whoever you talk to in Miami, in South Florida, English, Spanish, whatever language you talk to, and you say, Hey, how about those Marlins? And I go, like, Oh, yo, man. It's basically saying, fuck. <laughs> Fuck, man. The Marlins, like, seriously, like, I don't even watch them anymore. That's what the guy told me. The 80-year-old guy said, I don't even watch them anymore, man, because it, it just gets to me. Like, emotionally, my heart can't take it. We don't have a closer. I'm talking, I'm listening to an 80-year-old man. I'm like, wow. It's a, it's crazy. And the and the same phrase is ganando como, eh, perdiendo como nunca. Eh, what, what is it? Los Marlins. Ganando como nunca y perdiendo como siempre, which is the Marlins. Winning like never and losing like always. Oh, that's that's crazy how our community has that in common. Like everybody talks about the Marlins. Everybody's like, oh shit. You want to really want to talk about the Marlins? Let's talk about the Dolphins. At least we have 16 weeks of torture and it's only once a week. Yeah. But damn, it's 162 games, six months, a little bit over six months. And it's just like, man, it's so sad that this is the image that we have. Like, I love, I love our Marlins, man. I'm everybody, God knows I love my Marlins. You know what I'm saying? But damn, that's why we're so we're so critical of them because we want to see them be good. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. It comes from the heart, brother. It really does. You're right on Edward Cabrera. That for me, I saw that yesterday. There was an update, uh, you know, a Donnie pregame update from Christina or uh, or Jordan. And it was like, hey, Edward Cabrera throwing from whatever feet. And I was like, ah, that's interesting. He was supposed to start a game. I'll start again. Maybe piggyback with Max Meyer, what, last week. They were going to go three in each or something. He didn't make that. Then he's off for personal reasons. Now he's thrown from 90 feet or 85 or 82 and a half or whatever. What's going on? Like, why? I don't know. The whole Sixto Sanchez thing, too, all of last year was a head scratcher. It, it felt like no one was ever being honest with with the situation with with Sixto. Like you just had these weird messages coming out all year long. We could never get to the bottom of it. Even Craig Mish can't get to the bottom of it, and he can't. Then there's really it's there's something wild going on. So I'm like you. It it feels it feels like it needs some you know speak to the fan base. Let us know where we're at, where we're headed now, right now, because. It's been it's been a, a disappointment. There's no other way of getting around it. This year thus far, it's been a disappointment. It's the end of June. You know, the Cardinals, the promise of the Marlins this year, any team that we've played that's any half-decent good, they've spanked the Marlins. The Marlins actually have done well against the terrible teams, and they've beaten them, mainly the Nationals. Actually, no, hold on a minute. The Diamondbacks spanked us as well. Anyway, the Marlins haven't been good. They should be, but they haven't been. And... I don't really know where we're up to. We've got all these prospects blocked. 
Peyron Encarnacion comes up because there's a COVID outbreak. Next thing is here to Grand Slam. Hey, optioned. You get no center fielder in. You sign Avi Garcia. Hey, Avi Garcia could play center field if we need. He's not played center field at all. Jesus Sanchez shunned it in there. Brian De La Cruz, he looks lost. Get him down. Go and let him work out with AAA. Astadio's been having all these appearances. He's been DFA'd. Tommy Hutton nailed it with center field. John Birdie has to play for the Marlins right now. And Brian Anderson's back. Wendell's on his way back. The middle infield's going to be stacked again, unless someone gets hurt. But let's say they're all back. No space for John Birdie in the infield. You have to play him. So you either DH him or you play him in center field. Definitely play him. Sanchez in a corner spot. What are they doing? Why haven't they played John Birdie in center field? I have no idea. I, man, your, your question is as good as mine, man. I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like our relationship is just walking on eggshells. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? Like, I feel like we're beating around the bush. We're not being like transparent. We're not telling our fan base how, how it's really going down. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, where is, where is, I don't know. Somebody needs to take the lead here. Somebody needs to take the charge. So, yo, let's, no let's, let's pop it up. You know, a couple negative and negative. Hopefully, it's bring some positive to the Marlins. And speaking of positive, let's, huh? let's talk about Dan Castano, huh? That no. cowboy. Huh? Dan Castano has done a couple good ass starts and has nothing to show for it. Braxton Garrett, he went, well, I think it was like four and two thirds, something like that the other day. And he gave up a couple runs. Yeah, he didn't qualify for the start. But damn, what do you want this kid to do? He went out there, he deals for a couple of four, less than five innings. Cool. But like, basically, you got to back this kid up. You got to give him some runs. You got to show him some love. Sandy Alcantara is the, the, the team leader in wins by far. Seven mm -hmm. wins, and easily, if you put Sandy on any other squad in the major leagues, put him on the Orioles, put him on the anybody who's the worst team in baseball besides the Marlins. <laughs> like, come on, man, they, he would have double his wins. Yeah. You know, the same thing you can say about Pablito 2.9 ERA. Sandy, his ERA is 1.7 or something, 1.8 or something like that. It's under two. Both of these guys deserve way more wins. You got to show them appreciation. Mm -hmm. And and sadly, like, oh, we're talking about Pablo. Pablo had a terrible June, but his ER is at 2.98. <laughs> what? You know, like it shows you Sandy what? Sandy had a couple a uh, couple starts to go. And like this is another thing I love about Sandy. Like he he gets so into it, like it's unacceptable. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? I feel him, right? But like you gotta back him up too. He's your ace. Like, he's not gonna always have it every single game. Offense, where you at? Wake the fuck up, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, Sandy gave up, what was it, five, six runs the other day, too? And yep. his ERA ballooned. Ballooned. And it's still in the two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's incredible. How you in the in major leagues, you gave up over six runs, and your ERA still in the two. Beast. Beast. Shout out, to, hey, shout out to you, uh, Sandy. Yeah, agreed. Sandy, he is a stud, no doubt about it. You're right, though. Just to go back to because you know, we we were, <laughs> we were potentially going back down another dangerous rabbit hole there uh, of negativity, but just to call it out, Dan the Mancastano has been better than good. He's been sensational. Braxton Garrett, okay, it's not been quite as it's not been Dan Castano like, but it's been good. When I watch him, having watched him the last couple of years when he's been up, I've always felt. Braxton Garrett, he's overmatched here at the major league level. He doesn't look like a major league pitcher, in my opinion. Like, he needs to change. However, this year, I'm watching him. There's something there. 
There absolutely is something there. Um, he is pitching better. And the Marlins are going to have some, some decisions to make in the next, you know, 18 months around some of these guys because we've got so many young guys coming up through now into the system that need to be on the 40-man to protect them from the Rule 5 or whatever. they, or, You know, they should just be in the in the major leagues, probably like Max Meyer, for example, is a good one. But the Yudan Castanos, your Braxton Garrett's like, if it, even for them, just putting good stuff on tape, let's call it that, it's a good thing for them. They may not, their, their career may not kind of continue on with the Marlins. A bit like Zach Thompson last year. Put some nice starts on tape, traded away the Pirates. He gets into the rotation of the Pirates, continues his career. And that's all the Marlins can ask for. But my, oh, speaking of the Pirates, they got a hell of a steal on Zach Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Like, here we got Jacob, like Jacob Stones, talking oh, about the gold glover and everything. Oh Listen, man, Jacob, you will gold glover and everything, but that was last year. Let's stop living in the past. You know what I'm saying? A guy that deserves an opportunity to keep playing. Nick Fortes. Nicky Fortes. What is Nicky Fortes. Raking. You called it, baby. Shout out to you. Hey, this <laughs> be is for you. This be is for you, Pete. He said, what if I'm calling Nick Fortes? Home run, baby. Walk off. He did it. The first thing I did is said, he did it, Pete. He did it, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the crazy thing is, my dad hit me up that morning. He's like, hey, son, you trying to go catch a Marlins game today? And I was like, hell no, dad. They they threw out, they're throwing a guy out there like, you want to go for a Pablo or a Sandy star? Ain't no way. We're about to get swept by the Mets. Were you a Mets fan then? You a Mets fan now? And he was like, no, no, no. I was like, hey, just save it so when they come back in town, we'll see the Angels, we'll see Otani, we'll see Tribe, we'll go mm, see them. That'd be nice. And then, like... Fortez delivers the win, and I felt like an asshole. And I told my dad, "No, nah, they're gonna lose," and they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I actually, I want more of that. So, Marlins, use this energy and keep winning games. Jesus, man, I don't, I, I don't know, man, I don't know. I love you guys, but Juanjo, man, Jacob Stallings. I mean, again, another flashpoint from last night's game. Uh, not with a bat, of course, um, but it looked to me there's been a few of them. If he calls on this wild pitch slash slash past ball situation last night was the most blatant one thus far Stallings it was a flat out pass ball like he just whiffed on it fully did scorer gave it down as a wild pitch the streak continues he hasn't had a pass ball by the scorecards anyway since August 2020 or something was the stat I heard on the broadcast so but Stallings here's the problem the bat has been absolutely terrible it's been really bad, really, really bad offensively. I mean, the Fish Stripes guys had it on their, their Fish Stripes Live last night, the, the baseball savant uh, profile of Stallings, and boy, it does not look good. The problem, though, for now, and I'm, I'm always like, listen, if the glove's good, Sandy and Pablo are on fire, maybe Trevor, I'm okay, as long as the defense is there. But if the defense starts to drop off too, we've got a major problem here with Jacob Stallings, major one. And I, I'm not major in the fact we've invested $50 million into him for the next four years, but this... This trade could go badly quickly here, I think, if uh, if Stallings doesn't pick it up. I mean, what's going on here? Pirates fleeced us. They're happy they as hell. Us. They're happy as hell with Zach Thompson, and they're happy as hell with Connor Scott. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. look, Jacob, Good I need trade. you. Like, like we, know, we know that you're, you're known as a defensive first player, mm -hmm. but looking at this lineup, you can only have a certain amount of defensive first player type mentality guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk about Miguel Rojas. Miguel Rojas is a good defensive shortstop, you know, above above average. You know what I'm saying? But, like, whatever he gives you offensively is a plus. Do I expect Miguel Rojas to go out and hit 16 home runs again like he did in his career career year? No. But if he whatever he gives is great. But it's kind of hard to see 
two, three guys struggling offensively when there's when their main thing is defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the guys that we signed to be the offensive pow to this lineup haven't shown up. They haven't. It's like we got to do whatever it takes to try to win. Like the point of the game is to win the game, no? Mm-hmm. Or unless you're going out here and telling me, hey, you know, they, they were talking about uh, – Aram was talking about the Orioles. Shout out to the Orioles that mm-hmm. got up above 500 for the first time since 2017. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? I thought we had it bad. but Yeah, that's rough. But you know what I'm saying? Like what we have to do is like we got to back up this team. We got to like – we got to send a message out. Hey, are we tanking? We're tanking. We, we said, oh, it's a, it's important. Craig Mish reported it was important for these Marlins to have – a, a strong start to the year. Yeah. Nothing else has been reported. Nobody said anything else in the front office. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like the guys that are producing, like, pitching-wise, has been a pitching-first organization, like Dan Castano, Garrett, Cody Petit. People forgot about Cody Petit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I remember times when people were like, damn, well, we're going to get a co- four innings out of Cody, Cody Petit. And it was mm-hmm. like, damn, it sounded like terrible. But Cody Petit was like, give me Cody Petit right now, man, because no, fucking... No. Eliezer was Eliezer. throwing meatballs. So, and he, he's still throwing meatballs in the minors. But I anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I hope, that we, I hope that we can turn the corner. I hope that we can, like, I don't know. I just, I just want some credibility. I want somebody to come up and get in front of the mic, you know what I'm saying, and tell me, Peter, look, we've been trash, but we're, we're looking to respond. Do we need to have another 90-minute meeting? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw that, uh, that Mickey Rowe had a, 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 a interview with Chris Rose the other day at the Rose Rotation. Like it was mm-hmm. an hour long podcast. And honestly, like I started listening to it, but I was like, you know what? I'm over this. Like I don't even want to get into that again. For what? Why am I going to hear Mickey Rose side of the whole shit? Everybody knows what happened or, or reports of what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if anybody could tell you what happened in that meeting, like any better, it was Gary Cooper. It's a bunch of nonsense that didn't need to be said. Yeah. That's when I jumped on the on the on the on the Cooper Loop train, baby. He turned it at that point. Bunch of nonsense, and he rolled out with a drill your mama t-shirt the next day. So I was like, okay, I get how this is going now. Cooper Loop is in the uh, Jazz Chisholm camp, which is interesting. As um, it, sh- I mean, um, as it should. You got to back up your guy. This is the most electric guy. People talking about, oh, you know, jazz is a fire. He's a he's a little firework. He's always popping off. This and that. Could you argue the same about Ronald Acuna? Same. You dude. could. Same you know dude. what I'm saying? So, so like, I don't know, man. I just feel like we gotta embrace. We gotta embrace our players. We gotta embrace who we got. We really gotta back up our words. We talking about, oh, we want to let the kids play. We want to give opportunities. We're pitching first. You know what I'm saying? Let's use some of this pitching, this plethora of pitching that we have. Let's trade some guys. You know what I'm saying? Dan Castano showing his worth. Gary showing his worth. Pati showing his worth. I'm not saying go out and trade Eddie Cabrera. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying go out and trade Pablo Lopez. But damn. Knock on some doors, call some people, try to. I'm not saying go out to the A's, like, yeah, Lorano's available, but they, they want a, a King's ransom for it. Fuck it. Don't, don't call them, but call somebody else up. The Royals are blowing it up again. Mm-hmm. No, we're not giving you birdie, but what's up? What do you want for Ben and Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like if something's broke, you got to fix it, bro. You I'm know what I'm saying? It. I feel like it, it's like right now, these, this Miami franchise. It's like a dog. It's like your dog. You love your dog, right? But what happens when your dog has fleas? 
you got to shave that shit off. You got to give him a shower. If something's not working, you know what I'm saying? You got to fix it. Like, uh, no, I'm just going to put, you know what I'm saying? I have a leak here. And I'm just going to put some tape over it. I'm not going to pretend it's there. Get out of town. If I have a tick here, I'm pulling out the, I'm pulling out the, and I'm shaving it. <laughs> Look, it's not <laughs> superstitious. You, if it's not working, you got to change it up, baby. Look at this. If it's not working, you got to change. Look, look, maybe everybody on the Marlins roster got to pull a Donnie baseball look when he was a player, when he was actually good, because we're ass. We're ass. Tanner Scott, look, Tanner Scott did the mustache. He's been the closer for the team. He's been kicking out. Look, I'm going to pull out the double chin and everything. Finally, <laughs> shave off the sideburns. Uh, uh. Wow. So, wow, wow, wow. If the universe is telling you it's not working, you got to switch it. You got to switch it. Do I look like a Yankee? <laughs> I look like David Wells with the double pin. Get out of town. You know what I'm saying? So, like, damn, if it's not working, fix it. Look for a solution. Do something different. You know what I'm saying? Stop being so attached to something that's not working. I love my beard, but it's gone. Shout out to, uh, I didn't mean to flip you guys off, but look, it's gone. <laughs> I could I could take off the whole mustache Gotta because, because, because I, I feel some type of way about Donnie, but but you know what? I'm going to put it past me. Last time I did this and I went full mustache was when the Donnie Baseball documentary came out and it, the Feel Good documentary and how all the Yankees loved them and they were sad that they Donnie only had one winning season. At this point in his mom's career, he's only had one winning season, and that was that 2020 season. Mm. Everything else, besides him being the all-time winning manager in Marlins history, it's been trash. It's been basura. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. You got to figure it out. You got to try to do something new. You got to be hopeful. Like, we're 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 critical because we care. Well, yeah, that's true. That's the reason, mate. And I must say that's that stash is looking sensational on you. And I, I hope, <laughs> I hope. Listen, I got to call it out now to the to the people tuning into this episode. If you are listening and only listening, do me a favor. When you're hearing this exact segment, go online, go to YouTube, find Locked On Marlins, and find this episode. Scroll up to about forty nine minutes, forty seven minutes, and go and just witness what has happened here. Stunning. Situation here on Lockdown Islands, and I, I, I need to do an ad. I, I haven't done the second. <laughs> You've got me go so. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna keep. So I'm, this, I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist. Go ahead. I'm gonna mute this. Go ahead. Exactly, mate. You, you finesse that bad boy. In the meantime, reminder, guys, that this episode is also brought to our good, good friends over at BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, and you find all the latest sports developments. League reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball, of course. So, Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. And head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And, well, at the start of this episode, Alex Contreras had a full goatee, and now it is down to a Don Mattingly stash. That is the only way of describing it. I'd, I would have had long odds on this happening. Bet online would have had it at 10 or 50 or 20, <laughs> 200 to 1. But he's now down to the stash. 
Moral of the story for Alex Contreras. If it ain't working, change it up. So with that being said, final segment now, final probably discussion point anyway. If you were going to change it up, what changes would you make now? If it was your call, if you're Kim, you're in that seat or you're Don, what are you actually looking to trigger right now? I need a change at the top. You know what I'm saying? It's time to it's time to punt Don Mattingly. You know what I'm saying? It's time to give I've given Donnie every single opportunity that I can. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Bruce Sherman is a diehard. Maybe he was just like a kid. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Miguel Cabrera decides that he wants to be a manager and I'm the owner of the Marlins. I'm gonna bring him aboard. I mean, if he's doing trash, I might give him every single opportunity. That's how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. By the way, for the people looking at this, haters will say it's a filter, but look, here's the hair. <laughs> but yeah man look it has to start with credibility you know what i'm saying i need to to get I, i'm not saying boo kim because i still think it's relatively young in her career as a marlins gm you know what i'm saying she still needs a little bit of more time i mean if it were up to me maybe i would have already gave her the boot but somebody has to be held credible for this bro mm-hmm. look at philly saying hey we're going out here we're trying to win they weren't bullshitting. They got rid of Joe Girardi and they went, what, on a 12-game win streak? Something like that? Something crazy? Yeah, so, bro, something has to happen. Something has to give. You got to make these guys shiver. They got to make them think, like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Abisail or whoever, like, you can't just think, oh, I got 54. I'm just taking it to the bank. No, dude. We got to make your ass think. Like, if we got an option to send your ass down to the minors, let's option him. Let's do it. Let's make his ass think. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because we're giving Lewis Brinson every, or, or we gave Lewis Brinson every single opportunity in the world to be successful, and he's not doing it. We now, I'm not, and now, like you know what I'm saying? Like, no, we're gonna just rock out with Avi. People are coming at DLC. Like, look, I know his numbers haven't been Brian De La Cruz type numbers, but at the end of the day, like, look at look at the situation he was put in. He got brought onto this team. He got traded saying, hey, maybe he has an opportunity. He was looked at as, as a highly touted prospect in the Houston organization. He came over. Hey, let's let's let him play. He was playing. He was raking. He was hits after hits after hits after hits. He starts this year. He's obviously blocked on top of many other prospects, yeah. including Day and Gerard and Jesus, a whole list. You got a whole list. Conine. You know what I'm saying? You got a whole list of guys that are being blocked right now by, by Soler. Not so much so there, so that doesn't bother me as much because once again, he'll connect with a home run, he'll he'll get some RBIs. Mm-hmm. But why the hell do we have Avi and Soler still in the heart of the order? Sh- swap it up. I can't wait till Joey Wendell's back. You know what I'm saying? BA just got back. Do something different. Put BA in the three spot, put Joey Wendell in the two spot, or you know what I'm saying? John Birdie is the first, or, or maybe, maybe Birdie, right? Birdie in center field, Wendell at shortstop. B.A. at third. Um, shit, man, help me make this this, this line. Coop, Coop in first. You know what I'm saying? Um, then I would go Soler. Then I would go Jesus. Then I would go uh, De La Cruz because I'm not putting fucking Avi in the lineup. You already know it. You know and what I'm saying? Fortes. Fortes would line it up. Fortes. Put Fortes in there. Come on. Like, at this point, if we're doing the whole analytic shit, there should be a Major League Baseball team that's listening to Twitter. Let's do a Twitter lineup. Because right now, what we're doing, we're just mailing it in. We're ma- hey, how did we do yesterday after getting our ass kicked? Not nothing. I think we played all right. I'm with you. I don't know, man. 
The lineups I'll are buy- out for tonight's game, by the way. So the, the lineups are out there and not to infuriate you anymore. I'm only joking. Uh, Jazz Chisholm is back. So that's good news. Jazz is back in the lineup. BA uh, not playing in back-to-back games. Um, there must be some other move. Can't think who it is. But anyway, Jazz, the main the main story is Jazz is back. Fortez is, hit, is in the lineup too, obviously catching Braxton Garrett, which he's done. So Jazz and Fortez are back. All of a sudden, with those two dudes, Fortez hitting nine. I feel excited about this lineup again. You know, you just drop in Jazz, your best dude, plus Fortez. But let's be honest, he's been raking. He's been absolutely raking. He should be playing. Alex Contreras, we are bang out of time. We've got about seven episodes worth of time here. I've missed the ad reads. I need to put the explicit tag on this whole episode. We've had seven beers between us in the meantime. But we don't care. This is how we do it on Lockdown Man. Sometimes you need a 60-minute meeting. And Definitely. in the end, Don Manningly emerges from the meeting. Like <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm about to go. I'm about to shave his whole mustache off because I'm looking at him getting mad. <laughs> Baby, this has been sensational. Um, let them know. That, and listen, everyone should be watching on YouTube right now. There's probably no one listening to the pod, but if you still are, let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter. Because listen, he is one of, if not the best follow in Marlon's Twitter, in my opinion. Hey, follow me at the real Acon A C O N man on Marlon's Twitter. I'm gonna be there, ranting, showing love. You know what I'm saying? Calling these guys out because at the end of the day, baseball is a beautiful sport. This team has brought guys from different parts of the world together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out from Miami Lakes, all the way out to to London. You know what I'm saying? All Marlins nation worldwide. And this is a beautiful sport, and this is a sport that guarantees guys. Money, baby. The shout out to you know what I'm saying. Soccer is cool. They say El Juego Bonito is the worldwide population sport, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing guys run for 90 minutes and maybe not even score a goal. At least these guys get paid money, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll do 162 games any 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 day every year. They can add some more games too if they want to. Hey, Peter, I love you, man. Love shout you out too. to IKEA for the meatballs. Hurry up, man. <laughs> Meatball season, brother. So, guys, that is us wrapped here, locked on Marlins Tuesday edition and it's going to be a fun old game. Braxton Garrett going for the fish. Thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen of the day or first watch, perhaps, if you're watching on YouTube. And you should be because it's been a stunner. And if you're looking for your next listen, make the second listen of your day. Locked On MLB Prospects. It's prospect season, baby. And host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, much like Locked On Marlin. So with that being said, Peter Pratt, Alex Contreras signing out back tomorrow.